the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, hello, everybody. Sean Zalmanoff and Shane Kidwell here with this edition of your Next Level Loan Officers podcast, the number one podcast for loan officers by loan officers in this great land. Shane. Numero uno for those of you who are bilingual. <laughs> Which, you know, helps to be in today's market and, and especially where uh, where our guest is from today. It doesn't hurt to, to be bilingual in the great state of Texas. That's correct. Well, man, Sean, I'm, I'm glad to be here. You know, I mean, looking back at our, our roster of guests, it's fun to have people that you've known for a while and in a couple different roles. And Todd Reynolds is one of the OGs of Next Level. He's been with us for years. We've known Todd before Next Level. And Todd, we, we always start by asking our guests to just give the audience, you know, the back of your baseball card. How did you get here today? Um, and yeah, we'd love to have you just open with that. Sure. Well, thanks for having me, first of all. Uh, it's great to be a part of this group because it's uh, meaningful and uh, has been very, very rewarding for me uh, to connect with old friends again and continue to move forward. Uh, back of my baseball card is pretty simple. I've been in the business uh, forever, uh, <laughs> seems like anyway. Uh, I think I'm on year 27. So, so you're a dinosaur. For- you're not an OG, Todd. You're a dinosaur. <laughs> I thought that was Greek for dinosaur. I didn't know. So, uh, <laughs> but no, I've been in the business a long time, have seen every cycle of the industry, have probably sat in every seat uh, from working as a broker, working for a FDIC chartered bank, working for an independent mortgage banker. I've, I've done a little bit of everything through the years. Um, ran my own team, just did my own production, you name it, I've done it. But um, the one thing that's consistent is it, this is my drug of choice. This is what I do. This is the thing that I like to do. It's the area that I spend my time in and uh, through the years have have made a lot of great moves and made a lot of big mistakes. Uh, so as we all have, I think. So yeah, I'm just so excited to be a part of this call. So Todd, if you were uh, going back to yourself 27 years ago, or, you know, maybe just even 17 years ago. And, and you were going to tell yourself about some mistakes that you needed to avoid along the way and, or just any advice that you have for uh, a younger version of yourself or any loan officers listening to us right now. Yeah. I think the the thing that also always resonates with me is there was a season where I kind of got caught up in the, the corporate swing of things, if you want to call it that with the pursuit to the corner office, um, you know, trying to climb that corporate ladder. And in doing so, I jettisoned some really important pieces of the business, I think, just to try to be that corporate guy. Uh, And so I tell people all the time, it took me about eight or nine years to get to the corner office and about two years to get out of it. So, um, you know, for me, I don't think I'll ever walk away from some form of production, uh, whether that's me doing my own loans, whether that's me bringing production team to the table, um, that type of thing. I think that's the biggest lesson learned because I did that in a season of my life. And then when that season closed or the the next chapter started, I kind of had to start over again. And that was a, a big lesson learned. Oh, you mean all those realtors just weren't ready two years later to give you all their business again? It's weird. It's like they were like, Todd, who? 
Who? <laughs> I, I don't remember you really, even though we closed 37 loans two years ago, you know, kind of thing. So yeah, no, you got to, you got to stay active. You got to stay in the trenches. Uh, and that's what I love about this group is we all stay in the trenches. We're out there fighting every day, uh, maybe a little bit different aspects, but still in the game. Todd, you know, I think it's really important to be able to admit, you know, when we stumble, like you said, you jettisoned some things that you probably shouldn't have. And kind of you took your eye off the prize of those relationships are key. And I know that with you, man, the relationships are the number one, number two, number three, like that's it, right? That is it. That is it. For when you, sure. When, when you kind of had that epiphany of, you know, I got to get back in front of people and, and reignite relationships. I think a lot of people on this call can resonate with that. If they're being honest, last year probably wasn't their best year for relationships whether they used the pandemic as an excuse to not engage with people in whatever means they could, or they used interest rates, the market best year ever as an excuse to like shovel the money in and stop thanking the people who gave them the money. Just some advice for, you know, for originators out there, what worked for you and kind of going on that. And we've talked with this, with other top producers about this before we called it. And, I, and it's probably not the case, but an apology to her, right? What did you do? Like kind of some strategies, talk us through how you got those relationships back or did you like, did you strategically look at who are you going to target? Did you go about it differently knowing what you know now? Yeah. I mean, I think for me, I I was removed from production, if you want to call it that for, for a number of years. And so restarting was truly a a do-over for me. There was a couple of names out there, a couple of folks I had good relationships with that I could, uh, it started the conversation with again, and it was a little more of a warm toss, if you will. But outside of that, it was it was it was growing from the from the ground up again, um, and it was a reminder of how you know uh, how much energy that takes and how much effort that takes. But boy, the reward's great when you get over the top of the hill. But um, I just decided that day that regardless of the role that I have uh, in a company, that that piece is always going to be there because I don't want to have to. Every three years, I don't have to start over. And, and where this, where in my opinion, where this business pays off is when that database grows to a point where the snowball rolls itself down the hill. Uh, if you're doing the right thing, so um, yep. that's for me. It was a complete start over. There was a couple, like I said, a couple of people, but it, it was just like any new loan officer coming with knowledge that, that I had that in my corner that I had some some industry knowledge. But as far as relationships, I had to start from the ground. We talk about, you know, the, the person with the most friends wins and, you know, this isn't uh, the mortgage business. I mean, Shane, you often mention that, you know, we're marketers who do mortgages, but, you know, really great marketers are they're in, they're in the database business. And that's right. That's the business we're in, which helped us make a lot of money and close a lot of loans last year, but also made it easy to to not water the relationships that, that we had as well, too. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think last last year was a perfect example of a year. If you have the systems and they're working for you, that you don't lose any traction because you're you're dripping on them, and, and the systems are running even when you are trying to figure your to get your head above water with all the business coming in the door. Todd, you you hit on two things. First and foremost, you said you you got out of the trenches and stopped really originating. And listen, I think the number one mistake originators make once they get help. They're so thankful to have the help. And we talk, Sean and I talk about this all the time within next level, getting that, that first hire as your loan partner. 
licensed or unlicensed, right. get another person to pull credit, get another person to scrub the 1003, organize your file, all those things. The challenge is most of us don't come out of the womb as great delegators. We're right. doers. We do. That's why we win. It's a pretty big transition in life. And I kind of call this, it's like phase two or three of your transition in the mortgage business from doer to delegator is understanding how you maintain a presence without doing the work. And I know for me personally, that meant having daily team meetings with my LOA. And first it was the two of us, then it was the three of us. Now it's the four of us. Now it's them, the three of them having a meeting and I jump in once a week, right? But it's keeping your finger on your team. And I, I, Sean, I'd love you to chime in on how you do that as well with your team. And then it's really important to keep that, that forward facing with your referral partners. And it doesn't mean you're there every day. It's having a strategic plan for when you are going to kiss the babies and love on these other people, right? And then secondly, and then Sean, we'll go to you kind of for that first point. I think the mistake that a lot of people are currently making, they look back the last 18 months, they go, shit, man, if I just would have had a better CRM, I would have made more money. Same, I literally did the same thing. I said, man, if I had one more loan partner, I, I literally did the math. I left 20 to 25 million in production and it wasn't like I had to do any work for it. They felt like a stork flew over my office and dropped a refi every hour. I could not fulfill them. So I said, damn it, man, if I just had that other loan partner, I would have done another 25 million or more. Here's the problem. I should. That's that's three loans in Seattle, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) That joke was awesome for the last, no, I'm just kidding. Um, But But the reality is I should still be doing that activity. I should still be finding another loan partner. You should still be refining your CRM. Don't make the mistake because one market goes away that the tactic that you should be doing regardless, you stop doing. That thing you know you need to refine, that thing that's not working well in your business. You go, well, I don't need it now because that that business is gone. If you don't think there's going to be massive opportunities within a market slowdown, you don't understand business. Some of the biggest business opportunities in life come when industries are shooken. And I think that that's going to be true for our business. We saw it back in 2007, 8, and 9. That's when I got in the business. And I think there's huge opportunities. So I just wanted to make sure that everybody was thinking about that because it's such an important thing to remember. Learn from the mistake and then implement what you should have implemented because just like a weatherman, the weather doesn't impact what that weatherman does every day. He comes to work every day and has his strategies. We should do the same thing every day with the strategies, the ATMs, the actions that matter that we know work. Well, Shane, yeah. we were just on a webinar uh, earlier this week, you and I with, with David Luna. And, you know, there's uh, him and Barry are both predicting that we are going to see sometime in uh, 2022 the cheapest rates that we've ever seen in history. So, it's, it's really relevant that we prepare for these things right now and, and make sure uh, you, you and I are both not behind the eight ball on hiring when we see that that's starting to happen. I mean, Todd, you and I had a ton of discussions last year and you, know, you have an amazing loan partner, but man, you had two more. If we all had two more. Um, but yeah. it, it, as far as our follow up, um, the running of the team. So I'm a, I'm a half step further removed. So I don't do anything with the actual loans anymore so i've given my business um well somebody who helped me build it so so he is the loan officer on our team uh, but i still handle um 
you know, some of the fun strategic stuff. So there's still 10 realtors that, that are my good buddies. So, you know, we, we go to Top Golf, some lunches, you know, we have barbecues there together. So I still have uh, the relationship. So does he. But, you know, we, we built something there so I can focus on other aspects of the business that I do. And I don't have to do anything with, with the production now. You know, for, for those of you who are saying that that sounds great, uh, it is in some aspects, but you're not going to be as profitable on, on the loans that you make when you hand that off because you're going to be paying somebody else to, to run that business. So it's great if you have other things to fill that time. If you don't, that's not a wise decision because you're going to cut into uh, your P&L. Right. Yeah. And, I, you know, kind of to volley back to what Shane was talking about while I go – I did mention I'm old, right? And been through a lot in this industry. Um, I think, you know, you hit on something when you said, Hey, you know, man, I missed it. I shouldn't build the, I shouldn't build the CRM now. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't implement this. I will tell you all the things that you wish you would have implemented during the boom are going to be the things that save you in the tight times. And I don't know if tight, it doesn't sound like from what everybody's talking, that's in, in, on the horizon. But I promise you, this business ebbs and flows. There will be a time when margin compressions, margins compress, things like that come into play, and business is going to get a little tighter and a little bit harder. Those are the times you really reap the benefits of what you what you have in place. Uh, yes, you, you you cash in on on the the windfalls like we had last year, which was awesome. Very thankful for that. But man, the times when the business gets a little tighter is really when you want to have all that already in place and up and running. That that will save you. I love that. And I want to make sure that everybody heard that. So Todd, let's make sure that I repeat this correctly. The things that you need when the times are good are the things that are going to get you through when times are tough. Absolutely. And that couldn't be more true. And the challenge for a lot of us is we have shiny object syndrome. We like to, we like to zig when we should zag. We, we, we have a hard time staying on task. It's why and regardless of what coaching group you sign up for, those who get coached do better than those that don't simply because there's somebody at some level cracking the whip to make sure you stay on task. You could literally pay a trained monkey to text you once a day saying, don't stop doing what you're doing and you would improve, right? The reality is, is then a good coach is going to help you refine that, is going to help you make sure that you're strategic. I can tell I, I can't tell you how many top producing real estate agents and lenders I've met that have zero strategic impact on their business. They're literally falling into gold and falling into holes. And then they blame their company, they blame the market. What we'll see in the next couple of years is they'll go back to blaming their company and their market, right? And then they'll spend their efforts looking to change companies or try to do something to the market that they have no control over. And guys like us will be sitting back pressing the button on our CRM loving on our team, having strategic conversations, that proactive mindset that most of our business simply don't have. And so I think that that would be my number one takeaway for myself today is the tools that help you thrive in great markets are the same tools that help you survive in tough markets. And you never take your eye off of rebuilding, maintaining, and refining those tools the things that help you, not just the tools, but the skills that help you thrive in good markets, expert communication, proactivity, understanding the markets. You know, Sean mentioned we were on with David Luna. 
what a phenomenal use of our time to understand the forecast for 2022 and beyond. I can regurgitate word for word what David said and sit down with my top 10 agents and it will instantly have a positive impact on their day. And then if it comes true, they're going to remember that, right? Right. That's that proactive skill. That's that proactive use of time that we quite frankly forget in our industry because we're too busy staring at Outlook, staring at our LOS, right? It's like it's like mortgage pornography is staring at your LOS all day. Yes, I went there. Yes, I went there, right? <laughs> I can't tell you how many originate. We're salespeople by nature. We, you know, we look at the disc profile, which is really understanding the mindset of an originator. There is no one that I know who's a top producing originator who loves staring at Encompass, who is hitting their potential. Like you'll meet people that go, I mean, I just, I'm really good at Encompass, really good at Calix Point. I love it. And I go, great. How, how often are you working it? All the time, man. It's a good use of my time. And the reality is there's a robot that can do that. There is a person who can do that at a lower dollar per hour than you. And so the best use of your time isn't doing what you think is great. Hitting that morphine button doesn't actually solve your problems or re- eliminate the pain. It masks the pain. Oh, for sure. For sure. It does. I mean, Shane, you're not, I mean, when you say there's robots, a robot can do it. Like literally a lot of companies are building robots to do that right now. And if you're not focused on those sales activities and those ATMs, you, the robot can do it better than you. It can work 24 hours a day. They don't get sick. They don't take days off. They don't have drama. They And, and you know, we're actually, as a company, transitioning uh, LOSs right now. And we made a strategic decision that we wanted to have the robots on our side of the field, not on the other team's side. And quite frankly, the other team is doing it. Like, they're already doing it. And what we're finding is we're going to have to recreate our process of of getting a loan from A to Z because a lot of the things that our team is comfortable doing, there is no longer a need for them. And so, and and we said to the team, we're not going to fire you. We're going to refine your job and help you level up to doing things or a better use of time. And I think that's really, you know, Todd, you, you kind of touched on this at the beginning saying, Hey, listen, I, I stopped working on those relationships for you. Best use of time is relationships. For Sean, best use of time is relationships, probably being very strategic. He's got ancillary things outside of the mortgage industry that the mortgage industry feeds and helps him have the lifestyle he's chosen to create. I have the same. I also have a seven-month-old. A lot of my, like my, my best use of time is making sure that my number one client, my daughter, Olivia, knows that she is loved, right? And so that's the beautiful thing when you're proactive is you create your life. You create your day, your week, your month. And we talk about this all the time. It's making your best today, your best day ever making this week, your best week ever. If you do that every day and every week, it becomes your best month. It becomes your best year every year, regardless of market, regardless of what the industry changes, what your company does, what your branch manager does. It becomes really pretty irrelevant, which is an awesome proactive way to own your life and business. Oh, you know, Todd, sure. You've done a lot of that too. You know, talk to us a little bit about what you've built at Trinity Oaks. I mean, you've got a really great role there. I mean, from when you started till now, man, you, you've you've had some epic growth. Helped a ton of loan officers. What uh, share some more? Yeah, you know, I'm fortunate that uh, I get to work with friends in the industry that I've known for quite some time, which is always a plus. Um, and uh, you know, being an independent mortgage banker based out of Texas, um, you know. 
Texas, this little bitty state down south that uh, has just unlimited opportunity to, to lend in. We also are multi-states, multiple states. Um, so uh, for us, we, we had a paradigm shift about three years ago uh, where we decided that, hey, we can either be a mortgage company or we can be the best business partner that originators can have. And that was the path we set out on is to redesign ourselves and redeploy ourselves as really just a business partner. Because I believe, and I know you guys believe this because I've heard you say it uh, on on stage and on these calls that, you know, the reality is a, a loan officer's business, their sphere of influence, their book of, is their business. And if they run it like a business, they can win at this game. Yeah. And so as a company, um, my role is I own my own division, have multiple offices. I also run production for Trinity Oaks Mortgage across the board, whether it is our corporate offices, whether it's one of our PL offices, whether, you know, all the way across the board, doesn't matter. Um, but the same thing plays true no matter whether I'm talking to a loan officer, uh, a branch manager, maybe even a division uh, manager. We want to be a great business partner. So that's that's first and foremost for us. So the steps that we make have to to line up with that. You know, our core values are honest communication is, is one of our biggest ones. And so we're pretty transparent in what we do and how we do it. Uh, that we feel like makes us a good business partner. So every time we get ready to change something, I raise my hand and said, okay, if this was your business partner, would you like this change? And if so, how should we relay the change out to the field? So, uh, you know, it's, it's been, it's been a fun, it's been a fun build. We have grown uh, quite a bit over the last two years. We've got a three year growth playbook. That's going to continue that growth pattern. Um, and, but we want to do it slow and, and controlled. We I've, I've been at the places where they, hired as many people as they could and, and just watch those places crash and burn with me on board sometimes. And so uh, I'm dedicated for that not to happen. We're going to do this the right way if all possible. So, yeah, you know, being being pulled behind a car on fire with no seatbelt doesn't feel like a, a good, good opportunity for me. <laughs> yeah, no. You know, Todd, I, I love what you said. And, and I know Sean and I, we resonate with this as well is you want to treat it's no longer acceptable to have employees and bosses. We have business partners, right? Everyone on my team is my business partner. They just play a different role. And, you know, when we're at our live events and we have another one coming up here shortly, we play a really impactful video and we laugh, we joke, and it's the pit crew. And mm -hmm. we show the pit crew from, you know, like the 1950s and it takes a minute and a half. And there, there's this guy with a, like a mallet swinging, like banging on the tire, trying to get the, the tire off the race car. Then you go to now and pit, pit stop goes from like, spoiler alert, a minute and a half to like two seconds. I was blessed to be able to be in Austin a week ago at Formula One. Mm -hmm. And what you, what you see is that the race car driver that wins, wins because of his pit crew. And like that team, the first thing he does, the first thing that guy did when he went, when he won is he got out of his race car, he ran to the fence and he celebrated with his pit crew. And that's what we need to be doing in this industry. If you're a branch manager, regional manager, owner, broker, owner, run a team. And it's an important shift to make sure that you look at your team like business partners. Todd's done it. It's helped him grow his company. Sean and I have done it. It's helped us live the life we want to live. And and really remove the drama from, you know, the relationships in this business, which is a huge part of most people's experience in lending. They're tired of the drama. And so I think it's a really, I, I think it's a powerful point to kind of end on is 
you know, what are you doing to make sure that your team understands that they are your business partners, which includes gang, your spouse, your kids, like everyone in your life is impacted by your business. And if you grew up with an absentee parent who worked a lot, you did not feel like a partner in that with them, right? You know how that felt. You know, if you worked for somebody who was, you know, sitting in the ivory tower behind the big desk, you know, telling you and dictating your day, how'd that feel for you? So I think that this is a really good reminder to, you know, as maybe we have a little slowdown, it's a good opportunity to refine. It's a good opportunity to sit down with your team and make sure they know around the holidays, especially is a great excuse to let them know that they truly are partners with you. No, I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I think that if, if you can, if you can put that lens on, it makes the decision-making process so much easier. Uh, you know, I, I remember when I was trying to do it where I was running a business and I had employees and I felt like all that burden was on me. But when you really start just saying, Hey, I'm your partner, tell me your heart, tell me what you want to do. Tell me where you want to go. Let me see if I can help you get there. It changes everything. So if you want to find out more about becoming our partner here at next level, you just need to go to become nl.com and you can find out about that. So Shane, you were mentioning that uh, this event in Dallas coming up, um, which happens to be in Todd Reynolds' backyard. Uh, so uh, so come join us on uh, December 3rd. You can go to becomenl.com to find out about that. And uh, if you like what you hear, uh, you're welcome to stay for the Mastermind on December 4th and 5th. And I know a guy who uh, is going to be there who's on this call, Todd Reynolds, uh, who would uh, love it if you bought him a drink. You know, He might even buy you one too. So uh, come hang out with us and, and get to know Todd and the rest of the crew better. And uh, we'd love to see you there and have you be our guest. Yeah, guys, uh, there's no better use of time than investing in yourself. And we do that every, every 90 days. We do it strategically. We do it proactively. We do it regardless of the weather. Like, I, and I, I love the quote that says, you know, there's, there's always going to be storms in life and you can't control the storm, but you can adjust your sails. Every 90 days, we get together regardless of the storm, and there's always a storm. There's always something. There's always an excuse to not show up. Yep. And the winners show up. They adjust their sales. They make it happen. They have gratitude. They treat their people like partners. And every day is their best day ever. And that's what we're going to do on December 3rd. It's awesome. Looking forward to seeing you there, Todd, Shane. Thank you to all of our watchers and listeners. Thank you as well, too. Have an amazing day.